Hello, Top Fan Rivalry followers. Happy Tuesday to you. The day before Valentine's, our good friend Jason Beck is back on from Bourbon and Baseball. Jason, how are you on this Tuesday morning? I appreciate you having me on today. Looking forward to uh, spring training starting, man. Let, let's get it started, man. Pitchers and catchers report. It's an insane time of the year. There's no more days without baseball until like the end of October. Um, I will tell you, I let some Mets fans know and some Angels fans know um, how disappointed I am for them since the last game of the season is like on the 29th of September that there will be no October baseball for them. But, you know, last <laughs> year, at least they played on October 1st, right? And so um, it was sad, but they dealt with it okay. Uh, well, that that's good. They they had a, a big spirit, but you know that that is kind of messed up. But uh, thinking already that they they are playing out the string on opening day, man. That's <laughs> that's the Rockies. There, there you go. I already pulled out the E card for the Rockies and for the A's. I'm so sorry, fellas. You know, enjoy just us talking about them. Everything like that, you'll be fine. Yeah, just us talking about them alone eliminated them, man. They're just like, oh yeah, somebody's talking about the Rockies. They're gone. <laughs> Sorry, they, they out. Sucks they to out. know you're playing out, out the street. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> let's play spoilers from opening day. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You, at least you're going to get clean uniforms. What can you say, right? <laughs> First class travel, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you're. Uh, it's not like high school where they say just bring your own uh, baseball pants, whatever works, and. We'll provide a jersey. <laughs> so, all right, my friend, you are a Yankees fan. So tell me about spring training. Spring training is knocking at the door. Tell me about spring training. Man, uh, Yankees fans throughout the world, throughout the nation, um, have been anticipating this this spring training since the Soto signing. Um you know, we we're, we have to head into spring training being optimistic, uh, thinking for sure that we're going to do better than last year. However, yeah, we got Soto, but there's still a lot. Of, um, what's Stanton going to bring to the table this year? I mean, he, he could be already looking to figure a way to get on the IL. He's just been disappointing. Uh, is he going to be healthy enough to play? Uh, what kind of Rizzo are we going to see coming in? Uh, LeMahieu's a big, you know, uh, question mark as well. So there's there's still lots of questions kind of coming in this year. And Verdugo, the guy coming over from the Red Sox, is he going to hit early? Is he going to hit late in the lineup? It's going to be interesting to see. A lot of questions to answer. You know, to be perfectly honest. So, um, you know, it's, it's going to be uh, Volpe can, it has an opportunity to improve this year as well. I mean, it, it, he had a really good rookie season. I mean, he and Jeter, the only shortstops in Yankees history to have a gold glove. I mean, that that's pretty good for your resume going into your second year. So, you know, I'm 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 optimistic about the season, to be perfectly honest. I think, yes. We're going to be uh, better, but they're going into spring training. Lots of questions that they're going to have to iron out and figure out. And I think more importantly, too, is 
uh, where's the balance going to be in the lineup? You know, yeah. I know the Soto will probably hit two, judge three, or they can flip-flop. But, you know, who, who's going to be in the leadoff spot? How far down does Verdugo hit? Where does he fit in the mix? And uh, that lineup has to be set before they go back to uh, for opening day. So my question mark, I'm looking at your 40-man roster here this morning, and my question mark isn't whether or not you guys can hit. And that's never my question mark about the Yankees, right? Because I'm looking at your your boys right now, right? You got Jose Trevino behind the dish um, if you need him. There's there's your your um, veteran, right? You got right. DJ LeMayhew, um, Anthony Rizzo, Glaber Torres. You got Volpe. And then you've got Trent Grisham. You've got Juan Soto, Aaron Judge, um, Alex Verdugo. Um, and John Carlos Stan. There's no questions about hitting. The questions are how healthy is Nasty Nestor going to be? How healthy is Garrett uh, Cole going to be? And then how um, healthy are you going to get from Marcus Stroman? And what are you going to get um, from your starting pitching? So I, I, you know, Garrett Cole, Nasty Nestor, um, Marcus Stroman, I like that. But, and Carlos Rendon, but that's your question mark, right? Absolutely. Um, you know what you're going to get with Cole. We know what we're going to get with him. I mean, reigning Cy Young uh, award winner. He was like, dominant enough, obviously, to bring home the hardware last year. But uh, what are we going to get out of Rodon, to be perfectly honest? Uh, Stroman gives us gives you innings. Stroman is a great pickup. Veteran presence. Uh, he, he pitches deep. He wins. And I think he's going to do great. And Esther needs to come back. He's uh, the the solid, uh, you know, been the most consistent lefty we've had in, in the last several years. Rodon last year, I, I wasn't super impressed. I think that he still has a long way to go to fit the Yankees mold. He, he was sassy. He yelled and bickered with fans. He was, he was just... Uh, paying the butt really and so does he turn the corner this year can he stay healthy enough to uh you know if, if he wins 10 games by the all-star break then we're looking pretty good to be perfectly honest it, the the pitching rotation for me really kind of goes through Rodon to be honest uh what is he gonna bring to the table has he worked hard in the offseason has does where does he want does he just want to kind of come in and is he okay with being the three guy or the two guy right now? I want him to fight at Cole and tell Cole, you know, look in the rear view because I want to be the number one here. I want him to have that mentality that he can take the number one spot from Cole. Uh, no, I, that's just I my agree with you. I Listen, I'm looking at, again, five years left on that contract, 27.833 million. Um, he's going to need to throw more than 64 innings and he's going right. to need to do better than, than 3.8. But when I'm looking at your starting pitching on paper, if Cole's healthy, which we already know what he's going to do. If uh, Nasty Nestor is healthy, if Marcus Stroman stays healthy and stays off freaking Twitter, right? Stop telling me everything you think, just play baseball, right? I mean, Get get away from the Donald Trump side of it and just play baseball. Don't worry about right. what everybody's saying. 
Um, and you don't have to respond to everybody either. Um, and then you get a Carlos Rendon that's healthy. You guys are a hundred team, uh, hundred win team. But I also like and and tell me if you like some of these pickups. I was just looking again. Uh, obviously, you picked up Victor Gonzalez from the Dodgers. You picked up um, Tommy. Uh, is it how do you say it? Uh, Kalen, uh, the relief pitcher, and you also picked up uh, Caleb Ferguson, right? Um, okay. And so those are good bullpen pieces. Right. Yeah, but, we lost uh, Wandy. We lost Wandy to the Giants, I believe, or he came up with the Giants originally. But or I don't remember who we lost him to. But he, that guy was a horse. He would pitch every day uh, out of the bullpen. So yeah, those are some key components. If those guys can give uh, some appearances and 40, 50 innings in the middle relief, stretch some, them out a little bit, get some holds then they'll be, they'll be doing their job. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. I agree. Um, so 2024 spring training, we, we can see the 40 man roster. Is there anybody that's invited to camp that you like? Is there any young kids that you're looking at and saying, I sure hope they, they break camp or I sure hope yeah. we see them in May or June. Yeah. Um, number one prospect, Spencer Jones, uh, kid is really an amazing, In, uh, looking at my notes here, um, he is the Yankees' number one prospect and the number 84 uh, overall prospect in MLB. Uh, the kid is a stud. He's uh, Aaron Judge size, 6'6", 235. And uh, some people have referred to him as a left-handed uh, Aaron Judge, uh, potentially. Um, so going into the, the industry training with him is going to be it's going to be interesting to see if he can break camp, um, but he's he's really kind of the, the the hot prospect now that Jason Dominguez is is out and you know has his uh, going to be out at least till the summer. Uh, he's the one that everybody's going to have their eyes on. Okay, and by the way, speaking of Aaron Judge, I don't know if you know this or not, but he is 154 hits away from 1,000. And he is only 43 home runs away from 300. So he's got a couple of milestones that he could hit it. Now, 43 in a wow. season is a big deal for most players. Aaron Judge, that's what he does for breakfast by the All-Star game. But he's that close to 300 right. home runs, and he's that close to 1,000 hits. So, In the blink of an eye. In the yeah. blink of an eye. If he can stay yeah. healthy uh, for the length of this contract, um, there's no telling what could happen in the boogie down. Um, you know, Soto's got to play for an extension. Um, and I think that, uh, this year he's going to, you know, he's going to be, uh, looking to see how his role is as a leader in the, in the clubhouse as well. They're going to be dependent on him. This guy's what, 25 already. And, and he's got, I can't, uh, so many, accolades and uh you know highlights on his resume I, they're, they're escaping me right now i was really working and trying to remember them but uh if if they can lock him up long term and he can play side by side with uh maybe some uh there's gonna be some playoff runs in in the in the future the you know it's just 
Stanton's the, the question mark for me, man. Stanton. Yeah. I just, well, I just don't know what he's going to bring to the table, man. I just don't know. I know Rizzo's, you know, the expectations for Rizzo are going to be there to have a bounce back year. Uh, the expectations for for DJ to have a, another breakout year. Does he bat at the top of the lineup? I don't know. You know, it's kind of interesting. Glaber, I, I just don't see him being our second baseman, to be perfectly honest. He's that. He's all right. But do we move forward with him if we're going to keep, you know, are we with Judge and Soto? Is Glaber going to be that second baseman in the middle of the lineup there? Ah, or a seven in the lineup? I'm really not so sure. So for me, I like to see what's going to be coming down the pipeline as spring training goes along. Who, who's going to be guys out there? What veteran is going to be out there that uh, doesn't fit in the pitching rotation with somebody that, you know, maybe Pittsburgh has or Kansas City may have a veteran presence that just doesn't fit. And how do the Yankees maneuver those moves to help them in the long term? Mm -hmm. So the Yankees, and you mentioned Giancarlo Stanton. So he's got 402 home runs in his career. And he's got another five seasons with you guys. So he could potentially cross 500 if he stays healthy. The 191 batting average last season doesn't help you much. <laughs> and so, but here's here's what's interesting. That the the Yankees, and and this is doctrine by Bill here, the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Cardinals, um, in some cases, you know, in some cases the Red Sox. Um all big market teams all have the same problem. And this is what it is. Um, John Carlos Stanton had zero stolen bases last season. Aaron Judge had three. When you look at game six and seven of the National League Championship Series, right, Arizona had to win both games. Four stolen bases to one in game six for Arizona. Four stolen bases to zero in game seven. The game has moved quicker it's gone back to the 80s style of baseball that you and i are used to i think right. the yankees are in trouble the dodgers are in trouble because we rely on the five run home run everywhere we're looking we're relying on this five run home run would you agree that's with that good, that's a great point uh you know arizona put pressure on the defense all the time you put pressure on the defense things the defense has to make plays and uh you know you bring up an absolutely great point i i can Think about and remember last year, listening to Michael Kay, the Yankees broadcaster, uh, speaking those exact words. There, there was there was no diverse diversity in the Yankees lineup at all. They they would go three up three, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. three down three. You know, John Carlos Stanton stealing a base. Man, his hamstrings are already screaming just thinking about it. Uh, so you know that's a it's a huge risk for him because. If he just he he gets hurt standing still, you know, to be perfectly honest. And so uh, he has some things to prove this year to me as a Yankees fan. Um, they can tell me that, you know, he oh, it bothers him and it really bugs him that he's not performing up to his expectations alone. Yeah, whatever. Then do whatever you can do to not be on the, the IL, buddy, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, for me, but yeah, uh, they were a one dimensional team last year. So, uh, Arizona again, 
teams follow what is successful. So everybody's looking to see what they can do and follow a la Arizona in their own lineup this year. Enter Trent Grisham. So that's that's their their toe in the water, so to speak, I guess, if we're talking swimming pool lingo, um, into their uh, opportunity to make things happen. Trent, you know, plays or, uh, you know, plays maybe two games a week, um, pinch hits, pinch runs, goes in for defense. He He's running. I don't care who knows it, but yeah, we're, we're, we're stealing that base with him and we're going to pick the right pitch, but we got to put pressure on the defense. We cannot be a one-dimensional ball club anymore. No, not, not at all. And, and honestly, looking at your your roster, and I love, honestly, you know, I'm a, and people know this. I love history. You've been on my shows on the morning. I give you a ton of history stuff, and it's fun. Guess which teams, you know? And, and anyways, um, so I love the Yankees, and I love the history. I I do think, I do think you guys have a lot. I mean, Soto's trying to play for a contract on the East Coast. That's where he wants to be. Right, he beta tested San Diego. If San Diego would have done what they were supposed to do last season, he would have just absolutely loved it out there. But they didn't do it. Um, you got Aaron Judge out there. You've got you've got a team. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. You've got a team, and you guys start in Houston this season, so you start with a team that's right. very very good. Um, you're you know four in Houston to start the season, <laughs> and so. That's- I'd rather I'd rather start there. I, I would rather start there than open up in Kansas City or Oakland and then yeah. tank because those are games that you have to win those games. When you travel to the West Coast and you play Oakland, you got to take two out of three. You go to Kansas City, you got to take two out of three. You can't mess around with with the, those the teams you got to beat. You gotta beat, and so bring on Houston. Let's really kind of set the measuring stick high right off of the bat. Mm-hmm. No, it, agreed, <laughs> agreed, and honestly, it's it's uh, it's fun. So, so would you like to know? Um, this is also kind of a funny uh, scenario. I was looking at your guys' schedule. Um, you guys have four, if I'm not mistaken, four. Oh, I'm sorry, three Sunday night game of the weeks. One oh, with nice. Boston. One against the Tigers in Williamsport and one with the Dodgers, right? The old history. You know how many of the Dodgers have? Sunday night games? Probably just that one. That's right. That's right. Oh, now, wow. Now, now, Boston has two. Okay. Boston has two. You guys and somebody else. Wow. You get one. <laughs> like, wow. like East Coast bias, right? Wow. You know, do, do we need to remind you we got show? Hey, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Yamamoto, hello. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, fellas, come on. Come on. Well, you guys have a tough start to the season. You get three. You get, I'm sorry, you get four in Houston and then three in Arizona before you come home. Now, that's going to be a – that's going to really kind of see, uh, as I mentioned, how that lineup is going to be set in spring training. Let's see where it is. Let's let's rock and roll in the first 
two series and let's put it to the test. And then when we get home, then we can uh, man manipulate or move around the lineup. But let's let's work on the lineup that we're hoping to have and leave spring training with. Take it to Texas. Take it to Arizona. Give it a seven-game try. See what happens. And then by the time we get home, then we can make some adjustments. Yeah, yeah. Is there any, like, give me your outlook for the Yankees. I mean, you you called it perfectly. You called it perfectly towards the end of the season when the Yankees were just hitting that skid. You called it. And so talk to me about this season. If you were going to predict, I'm not saying you predict it um, you know, perfectly, but what do you think about the Yankees? Final question coming into the 2024 season. You now know which moves you made. You got what you got. Where are you at? Well, you know, the, the interesting thing is, and the question that I ask myself, Bill, is um, are we 10 games better than we were last year even? And and to be in, in the bad shape that we were limping uh, with all of the drama, we didn't have it. You know, we lost our catcher. We lost DJ. He wasn't very consistent. Um, Stanton was just a complete question mark. But are we 10 games at least better than last year? Uh, we were 82 and 79 last year. I mean, and Soto alone, uh, bringing him in that lineup, you know, as, as we're kind of looking, we're going to get production. Uh, Health-wise, if we're healthy, I can see 92 wins maybe. I'd like to see maybe 92 and 70. Um, with uh, pitching rotation, um, if they stay healthy, um, I can see a 10 game improvement easily. Yeah. Yeah. And you are in a division where arguably all, um, arguably all five teams are playoff contenders. Absolutely. Um, I mean, anything. And, and you just said it perfectly. So you're in the locker room. You're the manager. Is this a fair speech to give? All right, boys, we got to play 600 baseball in the 52 games that we play against our own division. We have got to beat up on the teams that are rebuilding, the Oakland A's, the Colorado Rockies, the um, Florida uh, Marlins, the um, Washington Nationals. We have to beat up on those teams. We have to take, you know, two or three or, or four of six out of there. Then we can play 500 ball with the rest of um, baseball, and we're in. Is that a fair statement to make? Absolutely. Uh, if we can play 600 ball in the East um, and take care of the teams that we need to take care of uh, on the road, like or even at home, like we were talking, Oakland, uh, Kansas City even. Lots of people are still forecasting and predicting that Kansas City is going to be better. Uh, but they're still going to be rebuilding and they, they may be a work in progress. But uh, the teams that you need to beat, the teams that are the bottom feeders, you got to get well off of them. Um, and so, yeah, if you can play 600 ball in your division, beat the teams that you're supposed to beat, you should be sitting pretty good um, and have a little bit of wiggle room if you maybe have a five or six game losing streak. But, you know, if you're a 500 team and you have a, 
five or six game losing streak. That's that's huge. So we don't want to fall into that. Yeah, no, that's you're one hundred percent correct. You you can't do that. Um, I like your team. I you know you do have Baltimore that's sneaky good, um, and that picking up of that Corbin Burns. <laughs> I bet that made your stomach turn when you saw that. Burn. Baby Burns. Every team in the East got better. I mean, every team in the East got better. And so it's gonna, it's, you know, like we, we say, it's not a sprint, man. It's a marathon. And let's see how it, how we stack up as the, uh, as the weather warms up for, for me, that is the measuring stick for me. April, uh, when there's still vine, the vines haven't even filled in on Wrigley. It's still you still see the breath um, out on the guys as they're playing in the game. Uh, April is vitally important. Do not get me wrong, but once the the sun comes out, once the the weather warm, sweat going on, it, that's when it really turns up, and that's when you know, like June first. Uh, April, May is kind of like breaking in new tires on your car, man. It's, you know, you're, you're feeling out the warranty, seeing what you can get. You're pull, pushing your pitchers a little bit, you know, uh, past where they should be. See what they can bring to the table. Uh, you know, mess with, move around your lineup a little bit. See who's your better defensive catcher. Who's your, who's fitting in, in the outfield better. Uh, you know, do, do you rest judge more days early in the season and, flip uh Grisham out there in the outfield with Verdugo and Soto there's lots of things that, that could be in the mix but uh, uh let's see where we are at the end of April and May and uh June should be really kind of when the race starts yeah I agreed I I love I love the fact that um I love what you're talking about I love the fact that you are kind of that's a good way to put it. I mean, but but like you say, you cannot, you cannot fall too far behind. You cannot no. fall um, to the point where you are now 10 games under or, you know, and, and here's the thing. You have those seven games at the beginning of the season. Okay. Then you have a, a day off that Thursday and then you play, um, I think it's Toronto. So you have ultimately your first 10 games are, are beta tests, right? Right. You can't start out three and seven. No, no doubt. The, the, that can't happen. That can't happen. Seven and three. Um, I'll take that uh, every day and twice on on Sunday. I'll, I'll if we can take a if we can be seven and three in uh, four out of five, you know, ten game sets. I'll I'll take that. Amen to that. Amen to that. Well, Jason, I I just. Absolutely love having you on the show. I love your breakdown of everything. I love how you view how you view your organization and your team. And I just I can't wait to have you on throughout the season just to talk more NL or AL East, more Yankee stuff, and break down a few other things like the 2024 World Champion Los Angeles Dodgers. Sounds good. I'm here for you. Anytime you want me. I got some Dodger points of view as well, man. So you know, uh, amen. But yeah, anything I can do, I appreciate you uh, inviting me on. I love 
your platform. I love being part of uh, the Top Fan family. And uh, it just, it's, it's fantastic. So thank you very much. You betcha. Thanks for being on. For you Top Fan Rivalry followers, we will again tag uh, Jason uh, as this drops today and look forward to hearing from him very, very soon. Sounds Have a good, good Tuesday morning.